You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. We're at the back table in The Comedy Cellar, and because this is a special day, uh, I'm going to let Dan do the introductions today because uh, I'm sure he's going to do it more justice than, than I. Go ahead, Dan. Well, back from his uh, Parisian tour, I, a friend of the show he's been on before is Gad El Male. Who has been gone now some uh, two months, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we are glad to have him back. Thank you. Bringing his French, Thank you. French touch. Haven't sp- I haven't spoken English <laughs> for three months. Okay, well, you'll, it'll come back to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like writing a Gad, Gad you, mi- you missed. And if, we also have Esty, the booker at the Comedy Cellar here. She was in Paris with Gad. Nobody knows exactly what's going on between an affair. An affair. <laughs> That's an affair. That's an affair. That's an affair. She did. Did Gad invite you to Paris, Esty, or did you just go? <laughs> well, the, the French tabloids are all abuzz. Who is this new woman in Gad's life? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Of course. Hello. Was, was there a lot of paparazzi action? Yeah, a lot yeah. of paparazzi uh, for Esty. <laughs> yeah, for ST running down the streets of Paris. We have. Uh, away. <laughs> I just would like to first address the, the changes that have been made at the Comedy Cellar Gad since you left. We have. Yeah, uh, can you just do me one thing? For, yeah, go can ahead. Can you, uh, for the listeners, fill them in a little bit about Gad and, and who he is? That's and a good idea. His, his resume. It's a wonderful of, idea. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask I'm you. I'm glad this. I thought of it. <laughs> Gad is, a, you know, we say this a lot of people come to America and claim to be big stars in their home countries. And we're always a little skeptical. But Gad Elmala... Jeff Leach is not a big star in England? No, I don't believe so. This is what you did when you came to Paris. Well, I had... (laughs) Yes, and uh, the internet, unfortunately, sunk my efforts. (laughs) But, you know, you can't get away with that anymore like you used to. But Gad really is enormous. I mean, cannot walk the streets without being molested. In the... the, uh, And vice versa. In the European sense of the term, molest. Um, I mean, especially right. when you walk with Esty down the street, it's wait, uh, yeah. wait. There was a couple. Esty in, in the a, microphone. In the microphone. There was a couple that wanted the picture with God, and they had the two-year-old with them, <laughs> and they put the two-year-old down <laughs> to take a picture. The two-year-old <laughs> ran, ran away. away. <laughs> I swear, ran but they away. got the picture. No, they, 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 they the were picture. like, I just said, put the baby. They said, no, 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 we take the picture. Yeah. <laughs> it, unbelievable. That should make you feel good. Well, he, Gad was not content to be a star in France because I guess he feels that America is the home of stand-up. And so he's come here to cast his lot with us Yankees and try his luck as a stand-up in America. And he's a regular here at the Comedy Cellar. And from what I hear, he has audiences laughing heartily, even though his English is, is not his first language. Voila. That's and a that, good resume. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And by the way, I want to point out, Gad, I don't know if you've noticed... Between when you were away, uh, we had no kitchen when you left. Yeah, and we have a kitchen now. We have a whole new menu. I think people who are listening right now are very uh, interested Interested. and very passionate about the kitchen. They they are because I've been ranting and raving about where's the damn kitchen. But Dan, that's I mean that was your concern. That was I mean you've been I mean honestly, and you're my friend. But uh, I try to have many conversations about so many different subjects with you, and you always 
go take back me to the back kitchen. and go back to the kitchen <laughs> and they sell it. It's like, I think the Trump thing was not at that level for you. It's like the kitchen was something. <laughs> well, I, I can't do anything about the Trump thing, but uh, with, it, with enough harassing, I did get that kitchen finished. Make the olive tree great again. And I do want to bring up one thing. I, maybe Gad doesn't feel it's important, but wh- why do you call the peel and eat shrimp peel and eat shrimp? We'll, we'll, we'll get more it's to peel and eat chicken. Chicken, I mean. Uh, listen, don't ask me because I'm aggravated about the kitchen. I'm aggravated about the menu. I'm aggravated about the way the food's coming out. Uh, nothing's nothing's going well. I don't think there's a such thing as peeling well, chicken. Well, y- you know, you can peel it or not, but don't tell me how to eat my chicken. What are you peeling? The chicken doesn't have a peel. Really? Then there's skin on the chicken. You can peel it if you want. What? But guys, let's let me ask All you right. something uh, about the table. What happened with the table? Now there there was a whole thing with the table, right? Oh, the re. Bria, whatever. Esther, you're called. taking me too seriously. I was kind of being lighthearted about the chicken. <laughs> yeah, the table. We'll get to the table. Okay, that didn't work out so good. Yeah, but you should. <laughs> yeah, you, you should explain uh, the table thing. Well, yes. the table, the, the, the reorganization. Ta- or well, re- I mean, yeah. the, the table is that the table at the comedy cellar, which is reserved for the comedians, yeah. where we all sit around and talk, and uh, it's been it's been moved a little bit but it's not not anymore now it's back well it was it was it was Noam had moved it and it was a little more cramped and then Louis CK complained was that it uh, no all right this is what happened when we hired the people to to do their kitchen but guys I'm sorry no I'm to interrupt sure. we need I need to tell to our listener uh, about that table because when I first arrived here in New York City and the cellar I je n'osais pas how you say I didn't dare there to go to that table even though you can be a big Big marker somewhere. You don't go to that table easily. That's a problem, right? You need to be accepted, well, right? What is the is What There's is the rule? Well, the rule is it's for comedy cellar comedians only can sit there. Okay. Or chicks that comedy cellar comedians are trying to have <laughs> sex with. <laughs> is the so maybe rule. that's why. Maybe that's why. Because I brought many girls. That's why. It's, it's the same rule that a, every rule has a, has a hot chick exception. I think throughout the world, <laughs> in every context, there's a hot Politics chick exception. The, right. Now, Esty, you really don't need to say it. Esty then. can't stand when some of these chippies hang out at the table. I think she can't stand it. I, I feel that energy when it happens. Um, it's not a question not uh, can't stand it. It defeats the purpose. Because for you, it's a casual thing. Take them to another table and do whatever you want to do. There's a room for our comics. I, I think Gad is and trying that's to... that's what it is. That's fair. Gad, Gad that's is trying fair, to but it. sometimes the chick just sits down. I don't have the heart to tell her to beat it because I'm trying to get into her pants. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Gad no, is trying Gad, to impart but, but yes, Gad brings the, up a the good vibe point. and the importance yeah. of the table in the industry and in the... the of course. People are yeah. afraid of the table. Gad, as big a star as he is in, in France, comes to New York and, uh, and is an unknown, a virtual unknown. And, uh, and felt that intimidation when he came That's in. it. No, I used to. Now that's it. I'm... Well, now you're part of the family. So yeah. much so that you invited Esty to your house in Paris, an invitation <laughs> that I've yet to receive, and I've been to Paris several times. No, but yeah. listen, I swear I missed the cellar so much. And I was, I mean, she saw me, and I, I told her I was doing those, those shows for arenas. She come to Paris, 12,000 people. I walk off the stage. I said to Esty, I want to go back to the cellar. I want to see it with the guys. I want to see Dan. I want to see Noam. I want to see the comedians. I want to talk. I want. They're all crazy. Play the doombuck. <laughs> Play the doombuck. The darbuka. Darbuka. Um, you know, um, not making money. It's a good thing. 
Oh, you're too so. humble. Well, but Gad, you, no, you yeah. obviously uh, replenished the coffers in France. I don't, I'm not going to get into your financial affairs. It's none of my business. But I, I saw, if you saw a photo, you go online, you see these Instagram posts. These, these are stadiums that he's filling up. Yeah, I saw. I asked these, show me the pictures. You know, I took a picture of, of the... The uh, Bercy, yeah. I refuse to look at Esty's pictures, though. Oh, stop I, it. I, I didn't. What do you mean? I, I, I said, Esty, she started showing me, you know, pictures inside the museum. I said, Esty, I don't want to see anything that I can see on a postcard or on the internet. <laughs> I want to see God. Show me, I want to see pictures of people I know yeah. or nothing at all. I don't want to see, like... Don't <laughs> and this is Louis the 15th, 14th chandelier. And this is... I don't want to see these fucking pictures, Esty. Who can sit through these pictures? But that's what you go to Paris for also. That's so funny. Okay, you're such a farmer. So uncultured. They have no culture. Uh, you're a better man than I. I, I, went, I like vacation pictures when I see the people I know like the I, I don't want to see pictures of the Eiffel Tower unless Gad is holding it by the zipper that, that's, a great, that's a great picture Gad is dangling the Eiffel Tower between his thumb and forefinger that's a picture that's a picture the Eiffel Tower yeah you don't want to yeah. see that no well, we mentioned briefly what uh, Gad's most recent tour and, and it was a little something different this is kid in France he's about 25 his name is Kev Adams yeah. it's not yeah. his real name obviously Kev Adams no, is not a French Kev his real name his name is not no, Ke Kevin Smaja. He's a oh. Jew, Jew from Jewish, uh, from Tunisia, Sephardi Jew. Well, he's about 25, and the kids love him, and he's a big star there. So Gad is on tour with him. It's like a uh, wait, wait, cross. Wait, wait, hold I'm on sorry, a second. I'm sorry, Esther. When Kev was a very, very young, very young uh, kid. Kid. kid, how old? Yeah. 12? Yeah, yeah. He was a huge fan of Gad. Yeah. And actually, they closed the show with the, with the video that uh, for Christmas or for something. Christmas, yeah, it's a he's, very he's, moving... Yeah, uh, tell them this. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we not this, the whole story uh, in that show, he was a big fan, and then he ends up doing the show with me. Anyway, to make a long story short, at the end of the show, we show this footage of Kev. He's like 10 years old, and with the Christmas tree and the whole thing, and it's him. And he opens the presents, Christmas presents, and he opens an uh, cassette. Uh, uh, yeah, video, video, video cassette. cassette. Video cassette. Like a VHS. Of, of yeah. my, same my show. And it says God. <laughs> God. God. And then it's like, wow, I have a... I have, he um, was so happy. Yeah. You should see it. It's, it's That's amazing. fantastic. It's real. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's real. Yeah. But go back and, to, you know, so Dan. Fast well, forward, uh, fast forward they're on tour together. They did. Yeah. A, it's like a cross-generational exactly. tour. They do a lot of jokes about how Gad is... You know, the, I wouldn't say old, but older. Uh, older. Actually, Gad is younger than me, uh, oddly enough. But in any case, uh, he's, <laughs> I find, no, I find it weird because Gad is such a, you know, he's so big and he's got a family and I, I feel like uh, I haven't done a whole lot in my life. But Compared to Gad, you haven't. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but I have to say, now that I'm listening but to I you, But I do have Dan, the, the uncle joke, which he doesn't have. The, the joke about No, the, no, you, you improved a lot with the, the radio thing. Now, you, you seem very, very uh, relaxed. relaxed and comfortable. And well, what I, happened? I, well, I was good the last time. Maybe I didn't have a good day. Um, you caught me on one day. Of course, anybody can have an off day. Uh, we, you know, we all have off days, Knock but I've been, I've been good for, I think... Maybe uh, because Harrison was here, you were uh, a little... You know what it was? Harrison was here, and I wanted to talk about him being gay, but he wasn't into it, and it was... It was the a weird thing. You, I was text messaging <laughs> with Harrison today, by the way. Go ahead. Did you really? Yeah, I, I, try, I was trying to find a, a kid's magician for my for my uh, oh. daughter's birthday you party. You thought of he's Harrison? A, well, he, no, he's, he's, he's a magician. A magician. Oh. He's a magician. <laughs> but the first thing God said to me... Uh, God said to me... Uh, Gad and Sebastian, but Gad says to me, when is he going to come Sebastian, out? Sebastian, you mean Gad's uh, um, 
manager. He's got a, well, when, is he when, a manager when, or is he a bodyguard? When is Harrison going to come? Was, he was a, it's like an American... Uh, that that can, could happen only in America, but it happened in France. My The guy who was a driver became... No, the guy who was a security guy, then became a driver, then assistant, and then manager. It's only in America, this thing... Sebastian is the scariest really, French guy really you've ever seen. He really works hard for you. Oh, yeah. He yeah, really, really hard. does. He's a scary-looking dude, though, am I right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He no, looks like a skin... Uh, yeah. He's a scary-looking French guy. Skinhead. <laughs> no, but he uh, he's very nice, very sweet. And you know what I like? If you write him, immediately you get a yeah. response. You never get I this in France from anyone. I love that. That's how I work. By the way, Gad, I pointed this out a couple weeks ago. You know, as comics, we often go on stage and say, where are you from? And I, I, usually, I have a jokes about Europe, so I say, well, are there any Europeans in the house? Well, before <laughs> you started coming, we, all, we, got, we got our fair share of Swedes and Danes, and they're still here. God bless them. But I've noticed in recent months, every night there's French people yeah. here. And I think either we've got foie gras on the menu, but I didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> it's it's peony. Peony foie gras. Gad did a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> or it's because Gad keeps posting shit on Instagram about the comedy seller. No, the good thing would be that I, I tell them... I'm, I was born in Morocco, and then you'll have couscous and foie gras. <laughs> and, uh, no, but that's true. I mean, uh, that's true. I see more and more French people coming to the cellar. I don't know if it's because I posted I, a lot. I think it's got to be. I think it's because of Dan Natterman. Didn't yeah. You performed in yeah. France a I lot. I have done. But they, that they, was, they probably see your name, and they is, come down yeah, to see you. He that's, is the American ambassador of comedy. I am the American ambassador of comedy, but I don't have millions of Instagram followers, as does Gad. And when he posts, the, I'm going to be at the Comedy Cellar, all his French fans see this. They come to New York, I, or the ones that already live in New York, and they come here. I'm assuming yeah. Gad is putting money into your pocket. Can I tell you something about when French people are here with all... Comment tu dis avec tout le respect? With all... With all the respect. Respect. I have for my fans, French fans. I, I like when there, there are no French in the, in the audience. I like it when it's only Americans and I want to earn those laughs and it's not easy. You don't like to go on stage and they go, ooh, eh, before you. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's, you're not here to perform for French people. You're here to perform for Americans. That's so a that, good that conclusion. Makes, that makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, that's, uh, I think it's smart. I think it was... Uh, but doesn't that... I think you show you really under speak English. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Gad is back. Uh, he's, no, I, but he's, he's saying something interesting that he gets... That, yeah, that oh, no, when, I know. They, when they recognize yeah. him and they know he's famous, he gets a boost from yeah. that, which actually uh, camouflages or, or gives is, is artificial. And he wants to know right. the unadulterated... Yeah quality of but his they, But there's never a, a ton of French people here. It's usually, there's just a, maybe a couple of uh, uh, of groups of French people. It's yeah. mostly American. But what I like is when then I, I, I'm done, you know, I did my set, I come up here and I talk to some American girls and French people, they ask me for pictures, you know, it's a good thing for the American girl, then she can to see, see uh, right. who she's dealing and with. Yeah, it's a lot right, better than yeah. you having to tell her you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, so Yeah, because Gad doesn't say on stage when he does his act in English, he'll never say, nor should he, I don't think. But maybe, I think I should say Maybe it. he never says, I'm big. I'm a big star in France, because it would sound no, pretentious. No. no, but maybe in, there's a way maybe to talk about that. But it is interesting, because what you what you're doing is very interesting, and it is an interesting angle, the fact that you're big over there, and... Uh, and uh, you know, an unknown over here, is interesting. And yet, if he talks about being a star over there, it will sound pretentious. No, yes. many ideas? Yes. Uh, he, How he I'm, sure he, I'm sure he could find a way to, to, to put it out there in a way that doesn't sound if it's, arrogant. You know? If it's self-deprecating, yeah. like, I, I got here and it's totally anonymous, nobody talks to me, and I'm, I don't know, stopping people down the streets, I don't know, but it's, it would be interesting. Other, well, other comics do talk about being famous. 
I think. Like they'll, you yeah, know, because I mean, no, because people can relate. They know. They know they're famous. Yeah. yeah. They're, right. But but, yeah. but if you talk about being famous and nobody knows you're famous somewhere on the planet, it's gonna be yeah. I don't awkward. know. It, it's good. It's a difficult thing, and yet your story is an interesting one. Look, you know, uh, Trevor Noah has the same phenomenon. Exactly. He's so famous in South Africa. He doesn't talk about it. In his book, he says, I was born a crime. He's talking about all other stuff. Not in, in none of the interviews, he mentions what the big star he is there. Why? I don't know. That's funny. I went, uh, I was on his show, and Trevor told me, oh, we have a similar uh, journey. The You were born in North Africa. I was born in South Africa. You're very famous in your country. Then you came to America. You do this. You do stand up. But then I said, yeah. The only difference is, I had to learn English. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Because, yeah. you know, they speak English over there, and that was the hard, the hardest part. You know. And it's Every not only day. the language; it's just the humor itself is different. I'm not sure. I mean, sure. you can know the words. But yeah, yeah. The nuance is different. Yeah, humor yeah. travels, but language is different. How, how did you make your entree to the uh, to, to knowing Seinfeld and these other important American comedians? Did they know about you first? How did how did that happen? I think there's something uh, natural when you're doing something and you are um, important. I would say important. Uh, uh, no, uh, in, in your own country, it becomes like easy. No, no, to no. to to meet, you know, well, like uh, uh, yeah, you get like all the the people at the upper echelon. It's like they're all they get they're all in the executive lunchroom. Like together. I know who's I know who's the number one comic in Italy. I know who's the number one comic in Germany. Uh, you Mika, do? Yeah, Mika, Michael Mettermeyer. I know Keiko Zalone in Italia. Uh, I know the Russians. I know Israeli. Who's number one in Israel? I have no idea. Chacha uh, Hassan? No. Uh, oh. Guri Alfi. Guri Alfi. Uh, I, I mean, so I, don't, I think it's kind of, you know, so, like so, ambassadors. So. They know, they don't know each other, but it's, they, they but, immediately but, connect, <laughs> how right? Did you, how did you meet Seinfeld then? How, did he come to one of your shows? You went to no, his show? No, because they asked, no, because he directed a movie, um, animated movie called B-Movie, the B-Movie. Yeah. yeah. And Jeffrey Katzenberg, I mean, DreamWorks produced, and uh, they asked me to do Jerry's um, uh, voice in French. Ah. So they came to Cannes. I was a big fan of uh, Jerry, and I said, I want to meet with uh, Jerry. So we met, and we became friends, and, and voila. And voila. And voila. So, so you did the voice? You did the... Yeah, I did the voice. Yeah, ah, I did I the didn't. voice. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I did not. I did the voice. And now I'm doing another voice for an American movie, third time, three, the troisième uh, episode. Three episodes. Third episode. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Despicable Me. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like God knows, my kids love that. God knows all the difficult words in Which? English, but the, the simpler words he has to ask. Which character? How do you say you? Uh, important? Gru. The, the main character. Gru. 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 Yeah. Gru. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Wow. In, in French. In French. In France. It's yeah. Steve Carell in Steve Carell in in English. Right. Yeah. Um. So now I told them, you gave me three times this character. I want for the next one in the American version something in the American version. Absolutely. I don't want to be only the French guy. Yeah. The, you know. Mm -hmm. We. Oui. You you got a tour now coming up in English. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing a tour and Carnegie Hall on February 11, and I'm gonna be yeah touring. I'm going to New Orleans. Never been before. I'm thinking about you New Orleans. You're gonna love it. Yeah. Oh I'm, my god. You know I'm passionate with the music. Have you been? I'm sure. Yeah. Not a long time. And I can't wait to go there. Never been to Louisiana and many other. 
uh, places in Texas and all. It's are good. You, are you playing Carnegie Hall as part of the the New York Comedy Festival? What, what is no. it? No, you, you, you're, you're just you 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 producing the the show. Yeah, I mean, I'm not producing the show, but I'm, I'm I have my producers, and yeah, we're doing the show. Just uh, yeah, that, that must feel like a, a million dollars to, to to be playing Carnegie Hall. That's the most prestigious thing you can it's do, right? Incredible, incredible, yeah, amazing. Uh, I'm very excited, very honored, and uh, it's like the Olympia in in, yeah. in Paris. It's like <laughs> it, a legendary room, uh, iconic. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's great. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's good. And would you expect the audience to be half American and half uh, French people that live here? Or? I just expect the room to be full. Well, we hope it is. That's it, it. will be. But we sold. Uh, we already sold two two thousand tickets, and it's you know it's. How uh, many does Carnegie Hall? Like three thousand? Almost two thousand seven hundred. I'll say you almost sold out already. Yeah, it's almost. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's fun. It's great. It's great. That's very impressive. Merci, merci, toda raba. I, I don't think who's that. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, who's opening for you at Carnegie Hall? Um, I'm taking it the wrong way. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> maybe Jerry. I don't know. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That'd maybe, be great. Maybe Jerry. <laughs> maybe. You open. I need him. to see his new stuff. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> not sure if he's up to snuff. I'm not sure. Well, how about MCing? Who's it? I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get dancing. Trying board. to shoehorn me. Hey, yo. <laughs> telling me, no, 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 no. He knows I'm kidding around. Sort of. Yeah. Um, What's the matter, what Esty? The gats yeah, on the right phone. Now. Are you? Uh... <laughs> I was uh, checking my because this is my American phone, and I don't get many texts. I don't get anything. You know. And in my, how you say, repertoire, you know? Repertoire. repertoire. <laughs> he always does. <laughs> no. Repertoire is, so what is a repertoire? A repertoire. A repertoire. So so you would, we, we have you the direct directory? Would you have all your contacts? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Well, no. you would say uh, my, my, my contact list. My contact list. list. My contact list. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say repertoire. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's way better than contact. No, repertoire is in the music. You have like this song and this song. It's your yeah. repertoire, right? Yeah. And it's no. the same thing for your contact list? No. What's the contact list called? Uh, repertoire. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, the same word. Oh, it's the same word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, uh, that's one word I didn't know. But by, by the way, um, also uh, when you left, that was before Trump got elected president. Yeah. And and and, and w so, what's the buzz over there in, in France regarding? Uh, the buzz is very. Um, I mean, it's very interesting because it's uh, it's like here, people are. Uh, very, they were very, very shocked, very uh, um, devastated. They made videos on on social media, post themselves crying. Uh, it was stupid. So um, I don't know. I thought I thought I I I told you before I went back to Paris. He's gonna be elected. I don't know if you I don't remember. remember that. But everyone was in how you say that denial. Everyone denial. was like, no, no. No. Anyway, I think uh, it's very interesting to see the reaction of the American people. Of course, he said the most insane things you can say, and it was a little frightening. But why America? I mean, America should be humble a little bit and say maybe we got problems. Maybe we can face what we have, what kind of problem we have, and stop saying no and... The, I think the worst is when I hear Americans say, this is not my country. Yeah. What do you mean? This is not your country anymore because some people voted in a democracy for someone you don't like. That's your country. This is not my country. I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it might be your country. You know, I mean, you're. you're no, there. I mean, I was comparing this. I was telling to. I was comparing the other day to someone who would go and get a blood test and they find a problem, and we <laughs> he would go down the street and say, "This is not my body. <laughs> it's not my blood. Not my body. <laughs> Wait, no, I have this. I have the same. Half of my blood is good. <laughs> I mean, so get it fixed. Do something. What is? I, I should mention. I do have a joke about that. I, uh, by sheer coincidence. I, I Did you steal another one of Gad's no, jokes? No, I told you last week. <laughs> no, I had I'm the, the one who's stealing Gad's. Uh, I told you I had the joke about people every month that scream, not my visa bill and not my blood test results. No, really? Yeah, I do. I have that joke, the same joke. So, And uh, we had the other one with America Great Again. Uh, I had one before he's been elected. I know who's not opening for Gad at right. <laughs> Carnegie Hall. <laughs> well, you might. I won't do that joke like at Carnegie Hall. Then I show up and I do the jokes. You're going to be like, again? again? We had the, remember on last week's episode I told you that joke? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, actually, I now that you mentioned it, I do remember. Yeah. Right. But that's so, interesting because yeah. we do talk about like joke stealing and stuff, and it just goes to show that you know you can come up with <laughs> yeah. the same idea. very similar concepts yeah. without yeah. you know. No, but I and Gad was out of the country, so no, but I didn't see him, and he didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I spoke about the the great again thing before he's been elected because I said they should put people in every embassies in Europe and tell people who want to move to America that. It's not that great, you know. They're working now on it to bring it back great again, blah, blah, blah. So it was not, not the same joke. No, that's not the you same know, joke. You know what the- is interesting? I'll tell you about, about the, the politics. So they, they the uh, Europe looks at Trump and they can't believe the things that he says. and They're right. But then we, they, I don't think you, Europe understands that when we see them banning the burqa, Banning a, 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 a particular bathing suit at the beach for Muslim women, we look at that. I mean, and say, "Oh my God, what's the matter with him?" If if Trump had ever said that, there'd be protests in the street. You can't tell people, religious mm. people. So, well, but we don't. Most Americans don't really talk about that. I mean, you're an, you're a informed American compared to most. But I'm saying, if if, an, if a presidential candidate said, "I want to ban the burqa," it would be probably worse reaction than as anything Trump ever said. Yeah, it would be a hostile reaction. It would be considered to be racist. Uh, among those that or were bigoted. hostile to him anyway. Among those that love him, they'd probably be right on board. All right, but I'm saying that, that it, culturally it, it seems to make... Like, yeah, now, now Angela Merkel is... Uh, I mean, and she's as liberal as it gets, right? And she's, she's proposing the same thing. And through the eyes of an American, that seems very right. Well, you, ha- you haven't seen anything yet because uh, the French version of uh, Trump, they call her the French version of Trump, yeah. Marine Le, Le Pen. Pen. Nah, Marie- is probably going to be the next president of France. Do you think? I don't know. I read that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> what's the... What's but I, I might as well say it because if I say it and it comes true, they'll, everybody will think, wow, Dan predicted it. And if not, they'll forget I said it. So <laughs> That's true, by the way. Yeah, that's, so why not just say, I'm telling you right now, mark my words, write this down, Jean, uh, Marine so, Le Pen, not Jean-Marie Le Pen. By the way, Marine Le Pen has a niece... Mar- Marion Marichelle Le Pen yeah. that is fuckable. Yeah, she's she, she's hot. Yeah, she's that's the brave. problem. That's the problem. I'm sorry, Esty, if that... Uh, she's very attractive. Nothing phases Esty And, uh, and I point. would certainly... She's uh, heard it all. Gad cannot have sex with her because he has a reputation and the, pat- the tabloids would have a field day. I, on the other hand... I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, on the other hand... I'm sure her. she would be very excited to... Uh, because you know, with a Jew and a, yeah, it's a. Whole I think it's all you know. I think she's a, a softy on the inside. But <laughs> we'll find out. Oh, they all are dead. M- Marie, Marie Le Pen is. Uh, Marie is, is her aunt. She's uh, she's like a nativist. Uh, uh, she's yeah. I mean, I've seen some interviews with her. You know, she she is. Um, she doesn't come right out and say that this is a country for 
white French people, but she yeah. says that we She's have a, a certain culture that must be assimilated to, and that culture is, uh, uh, I, guess, I don't know if she says a Christian culture, though. but... She's yeah, extreme. of course, she's extreme. But Dan, let me ask you this. It, did, did you, think, did you uh, see any changes since uh, Trump has been elected in your life in America? No, nothing. Uh, when he got elected, the night he got elected, and we were, I was talking about this on a previous episode, I felt very, very anxious. Really? I thought, well, the, I, I don't thought, get it. I don't get well, that. Because I thought that there would be hate crimes would ah. explode. <laughs> um, and also, look, the guy is unstable mentally. And okay. I, You know what? No, I gotta say, because I, I don't think Gad knows this. Dan spends all day on white supremacist websites. I mean, not all day. <laughs> and then, he, is that he's true? Fa- oh yeah, he's fascinated by these all these white supremacy oh websites. So it's distorted his whole mind about what's going to happen. There Especially is, for someone who has well, anxiety to begin with. There's truth to what Noam is saying. Um, I do spend some time on alt right. Uh, websites every day. They're flagging him left and right. <laughs> They're gonna think that be, have a no fly list. That being said, I do. I think Noam underestimates the um, the the reaction of white America to political correctness and um, and 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 population shifts and demographic shifts. Yeah, well, I, I don't underestimate it. I feel it too. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I think Noam has, that strikes a chord, the nativist thing, just because you feel like there's no, the identity is a big issue. I just want to well. be one country. I don't right. care what color anybody is, what religion they are, but we need to feel like we, we need to, people to come here want to be American. It bothered me when the presidential candidates were, were campaigning in Spanish. It bothered me. Call me whatever yeah. you want. It bothered I, me. I didn't like it either. You know, uh, it, that, that, that's what we've yeah. become. You know, uh, you know, I didn't like it, but. Hopefully it'll all work out. Yeah, now you have a place in Tribeca, right? You bought it, you purchased a place. Now, is this to mean that you see your future in America, or do you see, are you going to be making, uh, going back and forth? No, I see my future in New York. I want to stay here. I feel, I, I feel good here. I feel, that's very strange. I feel at home, really, more than France, more than, um, I don't know, Morocco, where I was born, and I love to go back to Morocco, and, but, more than any place on the planet. I feel at home in New York City. Why? Really. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> is, is, it, is it possible that when you're very famous, it's difficult to feel at home just because it's always, maybe. It's always a stressful... Yeah, maybe, maybe. I like the... the uh, anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah. I like to, you know, just walk I, around and just stop anywhere I want and sit and have a coffee anywhere and talk to people. I like when people ask me, what do I do for a living? I like it because I realize I'm doing something good. But the only (laughs) fly in that ointment is... The what? It's the only fly in the ointment. I'm sorry, I used an expression that you might not be familiar with. The only problem with that is, is when you're trying to get a chick... It's a little bit more difficult. Which is what Dan Not boils God. everything Not down. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't how, it, how it affects his Not ability to get laid. Okay. No, I don't boil it down. It's interesting, and it is... He doesn't need his fame. It is the only... He, what do you mean he doesn't need his fame? Of course he needs his fame. No, he does not. <laughs> Take we, a look at to, him. To get women, you mean? Yeah. He's he an okay-looking okay guy. Okay-looking. Yeah. Okay Char- charming, charming, about? charming. But, no, he's fine, yeah. but fame obviously is going to make it that much easier. Money, money, no. fame. In Paris, he doesn't even have to make an effort. Nothing. The problem is I don't even show he up. Gets, he, gets, <laughs> he, has, he sends Sebastian out. Wait I, a minute. <laughs> he has, he has uh, a, a better read on people women included, 
without them knowing that he's famous and rich. Wow. How is that? That's uh, interesting. <laughs> but but it's it's still more of a challenge. I think Gad, no, you would agree. Not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Some, some, if maybe they Gad, know, maybe if Gad, they know you're famous, listen, it's easier. Come on. It's easier. It's easier, but it's empty. Of course it's empty, but sometimes a good empty... <laughs> I was going to say, women always say, that, oh, yeah, you're right, it's empty. <laughs> like, like, as if that's... Listen, <laughs> as a real, woman... That's a real, that's a real strike tonight. against there it. There was a movie... I, meet, I prefer if, empty. When I, when I meet a, a, a guy, a man, and he is witty and smart and charming... And, and famous. I okay, but what happens, when you, what happens no. when you meet Gad? Uh, I'm kidding, of course. No, I, I said I, I met God <laughs> on a professional yeah. um, level, and that's how we are, and that's uh, good. Guys, I have an no, idea. Anyway, I have an idea. Okay, no, no, I'll, no, I'll let ahead. you finish. No, it just, it just, you don't. I don't think you cash in on fame and, and, and uh, money because then it's, it's not the real thing. If you want to spend okay. a night, that's fine. But if you want a really yeah, relationship, it's a it's a different thing. Well, absolutely. Thing. I'm. But I, that's what I'm saying. He, 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 you know, it's. Are you saying that if Donald Trump were not Donald Trump, he couldn't get Melania <laughs> at 60 years old? <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> uh, it, no, you had an idea, Gad. I had an idea. We were we were talking with ST about um, uh, the seller and and traveling and. Okay, here's the idea. I think we should organize a tour. And we should have what they do now, the pop-ups, the right? Pop-ups. The pop-ups. How and you we say should have, no, no, I'm, pop-up? A pop-up. I'm very serious, guys. I think we should, because the seller is not a place. is a spirit, is a philosophy, is a way of doing comedy, is a people. So this could be done outside of the seller. And we could bring that to many cities and do a show with a bunch of comedians no. and the show and the, and the podcast. And we do a pop-up like one night in Paris and one night in London and one night in, I don't know, in Israel and one night. In, and we would go there and do that. I think it would be and fantastic. And you wanted to do that, Noam. I, actually, I, this we is, this about is about the third, about it in the third time somebody is, has yeah. made that suggestion to me. I think it's a good one. We thought, um, But you thought about it in Vegas. Now, he's no, suggesting no, uh, Paris. I, now, yeah, do you th- think people in Paris would come to the comedy? Yes, yes, yes. For one night, all every comedy fans because they know the seller, they know you will you. Yeah, of course, of course. And the and who would come? The expats or Parisians that speak English reasonably well, or both? A- everyone who's interested, Parisians who are big fans of comedy. I mean, who shows Wait, up? Wait, I have an idea. Okay. We say Gad is going to be there, and we sell out the Bercy. Yeah, and then. Well, then, f- then what? <laughs> No, I mean, no, if it's, it's not when, when I w- no, no one else had the idea about taking it to, to European cities like that. But when I was thinking about trying to figure out how to do something, you know, I'm bored, want to do something new. You know, what can we do? Yeah. Um, uh, Kobe said, "Why don't you?" You know, I didn't even know that pop-ups were a thing. This yeah. guy, a friend of my friend Andy, told me about these things, pop-ups, where you and you can go into another city, whatever it is, you take over and yeah. you do a, a, a yeah. pop-up comedy cellar for a week or two. And then you go, and it's a great idea. And what's easier to do pop up than a comedy club? Because a comedy club is really just a, pop up a, a, a spotlight and a microphone. Right? Yeah, or but we spots. would do the same exact same uh, stage. We would do the same the uh, sign, uh, yeah. the, not the sign, the wall. It's nothing. It's just it would be fantastic, really. Well, let's do it, Kat. Well, I mean, well, I could, what, I could, what venue would be appropriate in Paris for for that sort of a thing? I don't know. It's, I don't know. There are many places where we can do that. Um, I'm sure it's going to be, it could be great. And we do London also, and we do, yeah. 
What do you think? Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. <laughs> uh, uh, well, obviously, I'm. If somebody's paying me to go, I'm going. I want to do it, Tel Aviv. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But uh, you know, Tel Aviv, they're huge comedy fans. Somebody, uh, huge. somebody has yeah. to. Somebody, of course, has to. But you said who's going to come? Who's coming when Louis C.K. showed up and and sold 2,000 tickets for one night? Comedy fans, French people, expats, yeah. American expats. Well, but people know Louis. I don't know if people know the comedy seller. What do you mean? Well, comedy fans, they know the comedy seller. Do they? Even if, I mean, mostly I think thanks to you they might know no, the comedy seller. No, no, no. They know through uh, Louis' show and it's an institution, you know. Did you know that, no? That you're, you're big in Paris? Uh, I didn't know that, but I assumed it. I assumed it. No, but I had the idea because I see talked about just for laughs and oh yeah Montreal be obvious another place to do I know I know that on TripAdvisor we were I don't know if we still are we we were which is an important website we were the number two attraction in New York City Uh, and that goes for tourists so I figured you know what was number one I don't remember the, we, villa- the, the, the village underground. Stand up New York. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it, no. Wasn't, it wasn't a, it it was a comedy. comedy. It wasn't a it wasn't comedy. It wasn't a comedy thing. Like Madame Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton. Something like that. Yeah. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. It was something like Broadway, that. Broadway, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned, sing, you, you mentioned uh, that you the feel play. at home in New York. Yeah. Uh, do you, is there any reaction from your French fans? You know, they. I'm, I'm sure they, 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 you know, um, might feel as though, in uh, some sense, that you're kind of turning your back on them. You've left their country. You're performing in English. No, real fans, people who love my work, they understand they're very supportive and they're like, oh, that's big, that's great and, and you, I hope you're going to succeed and blah, blah. I mean, people who don't like you, they don't like you no matter what. And people that want to say, oh, now, who do you think you are? You're doing now English. Why? Why do you speak English on social media? And why? So, you know, but fans, no, I mean, no, well, no. Well, but I'm, the French have a particular um, kind of... Uh, Many of them insecurity with regard to English, right? of course, because they feel that oh, you French isn't good enough for you. I think Celine well, Dion had that uh, problem. French, you, French, France, French used to be the language of the world. It used to be the international language, and then at some point, English took over. You, you know what? I heard that so many times that French don't like to speak English. They, you know, turn their noses up. My experience in this one week that I was would say bonjour and I would say hi and they switched to English right away. Yeah. They were very, very accepting. Because she was very nice. only hanging out in very fancy places <laughs> with, with, <Kat>. <laughs> <laughs> with, with me. I was with and, him only twice. And, and, and the whole week I was with Claudie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Claudie was, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm telling you, I was very happy that uh, I was shown wrong. But it wasn't fancy. We went to, to attractions. Yeah, and yeah. We, we met some people, you know, in Versailles. We, no, we, you're right. Now they, they, they speak English. And it's a lot yeah. more. Very nice. I was in Paris in August, and I hadn't been there for probably seven years. And there was a huge difference, I thought. Yeah. Just in their no, openness. When is the last time you've been to Europe? Uh, my honeymoon. Uh, <laughs> six years ago. Seems like 15 years ago, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was five years ago. Six years ago. I, went, I was in Nice and uh, Genoa and uh, Tuscany and uh, all through. Those aren't in France. Well, Nice, nice is in France. France. Oh, Don't tell him. He doesn't know. No, no, no. no, 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 no we, we, we drove from, from, from Nice and gone to uh, the first what, Ventimiglia is that the first oh, Ventimiglia yeah. in, in Italy right Ventimiglia yeah, yeah, and then yeah. from there up around, around Italy it, your fame is it France 
or is it all over Europe? It's Europe now, as you saw, when Spanish people or German people, that's interesting. And that's what's interesting in Europe Well, any, also, anywhere they speak French, for example, oh, uh, yeah. Belgium. No, but like uh, the islands also, mm. Les Îles, yeah, Mauritius. The, 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 yeah. kitchen, the kitchen here at the Comedy Cellar, we have many... Uh, Let's West get back Africans. to this pop-up, this pop-up Europe right. comedy we cellar have thing. Well, that's from. We I have like the pop-up there. thing. I like the pop-up there. I want to do pop-up. Uh, what's the what's the what's the uh, what's the big city there with the Arabic city with all the high Dubai. Dubai. I have friends in Dubai. <laughs> I got a great name <laughs> for the show. That'd be great. I got a great name for the show. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. Peel and eat comedy. <laughs> oh, shut up, Dan. <laughs> I think Ow. it's a good idea. I think we should do it. Listen, but who's going to pay for it? Didn't he offer? No, no, I'll pay for it. I didn't hear Gad no, say I that he's going to write the check. I think we should have a sp uh, sponsor with uh, with us. We, do we see sponsors? Yeah, yeah. Sponsor? sponsor, sure. Yeah. Like a brand or something. Well, like pop see. up with, you know. Let's see if, if uh, Montreal uh, contacts yeah, me. I think, yeah, I think if it's If they contact me, we can start with that. It could idea. be amazing. How about that? Yeah, I believe in that. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, I think it would be a lot of fun. Of course, to go around, it's be in different not cities, very complicated with, with a bunch of the comedians traveling. Oh, we'd have the time of, time of our yeah. lives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. Poor SDB here booking the show. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to watch the story. And Dan would be headlining every night. <laughs> Dan will be, be opening for Harrison Greenbaum every <laughs> night. <laughs> Did you hear that? Somehow this got out from you under see us. What <laughs> I, I really, I really love the idea. I'm, I'm desperate to but find now Noam, things to do to, Noam to has have a, some fun. Noam does sometimes get very excited about an idea, right. and sometimes he, he just sort of loses enthusiasm. Like the kitchen. The kitchen was the okay. dumbest idea. Guys, ever maybe had. we can start this pop up in festivals because it's going to be easier. Only comedy fans. We can go to Montreux, which is a big uh, festival in Switzerland, where they have a whole. English speaking section. We can do Just for Laughs in Australia, Just for Laughs in Montreal, obviously, and they have in Vancouver. And maybe you start with festival because it's easier. You drag, you know, comedy fans, and it would sure. be it would be amazing. It would be great. Well, as I said, obviously I have no problem with it, but I'm not the one that's going to underwrite it. Well, it, it's it's got to pay for itself one way or another. Either yeah. a sponsor pays for it, or, or we sell tickets. But we're not gonna we're not gonna do it to go into debt. But I don't think we I don't care if we make money. I don't care. Yeah. But we need to. <laughs> I love it. The I don't two care. people yeah. that have no problem with exactly. money don't care. Dan's <laughs> like, who's well, paying me? That's right. We don't care because the, two of them the, don't the, care. the genesis of the idea is not like, how can I make some more money? It's like, yeah, well, no, well, absolutely. No. How we can we have some need fun? To pay the les frais, how you say the expenses. Yeah, we need to yeah. pay the, 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 the comedians. Comedians and don't the work travel. very much, Dan. Planes and hotels. Well, comedians don't work very much depending. If you give them a reason to go, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, but no, but international I, I, flights. I think it should be a perfectly viable uh, commercial uh, enterprise if we sell tickets, and I think we'd sell tickets. Of course. Yeah. Like anything else, you know, you you give a good product, and it's. Yeah. I think Esty's idea at Montreal is a good idea. And and the start. risk and the risk is not huge, even if, you know. Yeah. The risk is even if, even if it loses a little bit. It All won't right, be so a, it's done. Put it on the schedule. Won't be a bloody injury. Um, I would love to do it, but uh, uh, when is the Montreal Festival? Uh, I don't know if she it's wants to. July. July. Gad, can we? Or, uh, yeah, so. Well, Gad, just somebody just sat down. Yeah, no, she's not somebody. She's Virgilia. Virgilia? Is that a French name? No, she's from Belgium. She's French speaking? Of course. Gad and, comes and all English. the way to America, <laughs> and, and he's still macking on French chicks. 
What's the point of living here? If you... uh, I would tread carefully. You don't know what you're doing. You're a French. Your name is Virgilia? You're Virgi- a French. Virgilia. You're French speaking. French speaking. You see, Esty, what I'm telling you? Never mind. Um, <laughs> okay. No, is it? Anyway. What else, Dan? What else? No, I want to talk about Virgilia, but maybe it's too sensitive. It is. All right, never mind, then. So I have a yeah. question. Do you, <laughs> yes, do you guys, are, do you edit this the whole? Oh thing? yeah, you want us to take something out? No, not okay. at all. I'm just uh, from time to time. Otherwise, no. If, if, usually, go, if, I, if I say through. something, if I say something racist or something, we take it right. out. Otherwise, or if it's super long. <laughs> How did you find this episode, Gad? This one? Yeah. Very comparing to the first one. Very easy. Very relaxed. Relaxed. Very jet lagged. Now, can I say something <laughs> about Gad? Go I ahead. believe that Gad. Has musical talent. He does. Oh, yeah. On par with his comedic ability. And oh, then whoa. in another line. You're saying his music is that bad? Listen. No, I'm not. <laughs> in, the, in his show, yeah. he, there's oh, yeah. a whole segment where he plays guitar, yeah. he sings. And by the way, Kev cannot carry a tune in the basket. He's horrible. <laughs> He's funny. He's funny. He's adorable. Yeah. He has no singing voice. <laughs> And I kept I'm saying to Claudia, listen Mon to this, Kim. listen to this. I mean, <laughs> like you, like you Modi at my father's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Esty says, says that I'm inappropriate, yet she's... Yet she's That's uh, not inappropriate, she's just stating I facts. She's saying she couldn't carry a tune in the basket. Not him, Kev. Kev's like Kev. a son to Gad. <laughs> why, I'm curious, Esty, in, in your mind, why was it okay for you to, to, to just throw Kev right under the bus, but I can't tease Modi? Because Modi is ours. <laughs> but Kev is dad's. Also, Kev. No, I mean, he's really funny. Modi? Really, no, Kev. Oh, okay. But, uh, so is Modi. But uh, Kev, but he really. You know what? No Kev would be, would be happy no ma- anyway to know that we're talking about, talking him. about him. Modi yeah. would too. In English at the cellar. That's no, it. He's adorable and yeah, he, he has a good timing and he's fun and yeah, he's energetic yeah. and whatever. But. One thing he couldn't do is sing. Yeah, and who cares? He doesn't make as money singing, so she's no, no, not insulting. Have, but no, but I'm saying she's. You're not saying anything. No, no. I, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to. Is no, I'm funny. It's, no, no, I'm Dorman. I, I've no, I've noticed that uh, that comedians with a good ear for accents and languages and voices are quite often very musical. Oh yeah. Uh, what's her name? On Kate, Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live when she sang the Leonard Cohen. Yeah. She, she really sang it beautifully, you know, yeah. as, as, as in, you know, she's not a singer. And you see this over and over again. A lot of uh, uh, talents run between She's very talented. Disciplines. She's really, really funny. Charlie Chaplin was a musician. Yeah, Charlie Chaplin yeah. wrote uh, that, that smile when your heart is breaking. And you told me Chappelle was... Yeah, he wrote that. Yeah, yeah You told me Chappelle was... Uh, Chappelle was playing Moonlight Sonata and some Thelonious yeah. Monk. On, he taught himself on the piano. Yeah, Chappelle plays good. piano? By self-taught. You know, he, he picks out melodies, but he picks out complicated melodies really? in, in two hands. I mean, yeah, he's clearly musical. I don't know how much time he spends on it, but he's clearly musical. And listen to Greer Barnes sometimes when he goes into these musical. Well, we're all yeah. we're all frustrated because let's face it, there's nothing like music, baby. I mean, comedy, eh, it's okay. We make people laugh, but you 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 crank out a song that has a whole room just enraptured. Heart, heart, and uh, yeah, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's not comparable. 
Yeah, comedy hits. Uh, I mean, music hits on a, a, a on a visceral, yeah. pr- primitive. Yeah. Primitive yeah. is really the word. Level. You yeah. Know, every every you just every culture has music. I don't know if every culture has stand up comedy. No. Not every culture has stand up. That's comedy. why. I so, M- music is a fundamental need I was, of, I was of human. I was surprised beings. when you said that. You know, the stereotype of certain nationalities, they don't have sense of humor. Germany. And when you said the comedian in Germany, that's what surprised me. Yeah, of course. Because have. you don't hear about a lot of German comics. But he's big. This, this one is big. Funny. Yeah. Com- comedy is becoming more universal. and more universal. It started in the United States and I guess in the English-speaking world. And now you see it, you know, now in China they're doing it. And, uh, you know, and, and if it's in Germany, it's got to be everywhere, I guess, at this point. I think it's even, I think even in the Arab world, like Saudi I Arabia. I say, in the Middle East. In, I it? think even no, Saudi, the Saudi. I, th- I think every culture has jokes. I mean, uh, Yeah, but stand-up yeah. all-American. Yeah, yeah. yeah American. well, in Dubai, the, uh, uh, Russell uh, Peters took the whole tour there. And they did the whole tour. They went to Jordan and Dubai and all the Arab countries. Okay, guys, you know what I'm going to do right now? Well, I'm going to go hear. and sit at uh, the, the table over there and and read my things. Because, you know, when you go on stage, Dan, that's your first language. It's, it's English. When I go on stage tonight, I haven't spoken English for three months. Well, you spoke English with Esty in Paris, didn't you? No, she spoke only French. <laughs> over there. But that was a broken French, my friend. You have no idea. Or were you speak, speaking English? Or was there not a lot of speaking going on, if you know what I mean? We're going to end it. Stop it. I want to say something to Gad. Uh, I have met, we all have, a lot of famous people. And I have never met anybody who hand. And I've told Essie many times, Essie, it's not easy to be famous. You know, something she'll have some interchange with somebody. I said, you got to understand, it, it must be quite difficult. I've never met anybody who handled it with such grace as you, such that when I see you, I'm not nervous to speak to you. Well, I, but you're, you're, I, you're not intimid- intimidating. I'm no, sorry, no, no, guys. No. I don't have time. No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not, it's, that's not the reason. That's not the reason because I've met people who I didn't even know. They, they exude. They exude it. And it and, and, and but when I see you, sometimes I, I'm nervous. <laughs> Especially when you, I, I got in here today. You, yeah. you looked very worried. Because our computer, computer server is down and we have to have New Year's emails <laughs> All out. All right, let that's, Gad go, Gad. <laughs> that's really what it is. Gad has to study and Guys. practice his elocution. Elocution. Yes. Thanks and for remember, having me. And remember, it's interesting, not interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show. The French Thank don't uh, emphasize uh, syllables, as And I'm going to go and work on my, my English jokes. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you for coming, Gad. Thanks, Take God. care. Of course, you're always welcome. And don't forget the pop-up thing. I'm not going to forget. Okay. We're going to do it. All right. Pop Thank up you. Dubai. That's Gad El Male, <laughs> who will be at Carnegie Hall this uh, February 11th. February 11th, 2017. Who's opening? We're coming. I know who's opening. <laughs> who's opening? Harrison Greenbaum? Oh. Uh, maybe Jerry. I don't know. That would be awesome. Okay. Uh, well, Dan, well, we're, it, it, uh, well, uh, we're okay to end. It's got anything else to add? Uh, I would like to say that that was a pretty good episode. What do you think, Krista Montella? I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was great. Gad's Gad's a gem. He's a very nice man, and also he brings a perspective that you certainly we don't see every day. That's good conversation, easygoing. Nice blue eyes. And now Uh, we have a new business venture for you to focus on. I thought the peel and eat shrimp would. I mean, the peel and eat chicken would be. I was hoping it would be more. This is the answer. You hire uh, chefs are are they want to be artists. 
Mm-hmm. So you know, I wanted uh, pan-fried chicken. Uh, for some reason, he wants to call it peel-and-eat chicken. Who am I to... No, the, the chicken is good. It's, it's the name the I have name, an issue with. Yeah. I get it. I'm Strange. saying it's, it, the name seems silly. No, I'm today for the first time I had it. In the mic, yeah. Today it, for the first time you had it. The Delicious. chicken is unbelievably good. Yeah, the chicken is the, what Fantastic. he made for me that I hired him. It was that chicken and the vegetable. The, pe- the peel and eat. Yeah. Now I feel like I need to order it. And, um, and that's come out. What do we call it? The skin and pluck chicken. It's come out <laughs> well every time, but the other items on the menu Sorry, are having seven. a hell of a time getting them right. Really? Oh, I, I think I need Gordon Ramsay to come in here and, uh, and do, oh his, God, do his reality do scream and yell at me to get it right because it's, it's, it's not. And well, what the hell are we the, doing it for, Dan? The, the steak I find to be quite delicious. And the burger. And the I burgers take, are great. I, the burgers are great, and I take full credit because I, nobody complained about the old burgers more than me. Everybody else was content to tell you to, to blow smoke up your ass and say the best burgers in town. I told you it straight. I said, these burgers, we need to improve these burgers. I'm really just surprised at the lack of Middle Easterns. You really took no, a no, lot no, off. No, we're putting it back. We're putting it back. Oh. Putting it back. Why would you be surprised? Well, and are you because bring- I just thought that would always stay <laughs> the, the as problem, a staple. The problem with Middle Eastern food is that it's so inexpensive. You can't sell it for very much money. Right. Even if there's a high profit margin on it. You still, you, you still have to sell a thousand of them to make any money. So it really, it's it really. It takes a lot of falafel balls to make a dollar. Yeah, but you need to have an add on falafel balls for these salads or that's something. A, that's an old saying. It takes a lot of falafel balls that's to make a dollar. That's what you need. You need to do an add on, like plus $4 for falafel, plus I 5 I, for I, chicken. I, I cannot tell you how much I'm not interested in the restaurant <laughs> business right now. Comedy is going great. We have three rooms, they're sold out. We have. Movie stars they come in, and I'm and I'm worried about falafel balls. What a glamour! There's, so, there's oh, money. To, well, the, yeah. you own the comedy cellar. No, what are, you must I, be having an awesome I life. Totally yeah, the fucking falafel. <laughs> I I get it. Yeah. I well, get but, it. but we part are, of the, we are now on a different level. I shouldn't be worried about falafel. Well, I hold the phone. A man of my position should not be worried about falafel balls. Thank you, and a Godfather quote, Mr. Godfather quote. But part of the secret sauce at the comedy cellar is the comics like to hang out here. And part of the reason the comics like to hang out here is to chow down. And the better the food, the better the hang. I told you what my idea was. Which we, shouldn't, we should have just no. left it with paninis, hired one cook to come every night and just, just cook for the, for the comedians, comedians oh. whatever they want. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Just whatever you want. Too late now. Great. <laughs> great. I guess. Dan, you, you, what, what do you want, Dan? We have some leftover chicken from Louis C.K. Would you like it? <laughs> I'm kidding. You're getting, we can make it fresh for you, too. All right. Okay. Um... <laughs> That's an interesting idea. But also, you know, I, I think also if, if people come to the restaurant because it's, the food is great, there's energy. And energy is also part of the secret formula. Dan, it all makes sense. I have two kids at home, and I like to stay home with my kids. And comedy makes that easy, and food makes that hard. That's just the bottom line. But you said you're looking for new hills to climb. Well, climb Mount, Mount Chicken. That's not fun. It's not fun. Anyway. All right. And well, on that note, oh, oh, what, what? Did you see that on the switch? Different conversation. Uh, Mo. In the mic. Was flying to Australia. Yeah, we got to get Mo. Yeah. Oh, Eric, Eric Trump. Trump. Yes. That's Eric I Trump. Saw, I actually saw it. I saw the clip and the interview with Mo afterwards. Yeah, it was. Uh, I first heard about it from Will Sylvans, but before he knew about it right away. Um, yeah, it's an, an amazing story? story. What happened? Mo was one of our. He was on our show a couple weeks ago. He's yeah. a, uh, one of our. He's our uh, Palestinian comic. Was on a flight coach, and mysteriously they upgraded, upgraded him, him to first class. Yeah. 
Lo and behold, he's sitting next to Eric Trump. Oh, God. <laughs> and he thought, Eric Trump, you know, am I going to have to leave the country? And Eric says, no, nah, I don't believe everything you read. You know, yeah, my dad's not going to do that. So Actually, funny. according to him, he conducted himself well. Who, Eric Trump? Yeah. Yeah, what's he going to do? So, but I, but I, I believe and Mo they, was very charming. Mo's a great guy. Hey, listen, Eric Trump won the lottery because he 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 sat next to the world's like most lovable Muslim. Mo, most Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say Palestinian? No, because most Muslims have a lot of, hate true. Trump. You know, I know yeah. who, who, who could blame them. Right. But Mo's just a very sweet guy, and yeah. and he was able to be friendly yeah. no matter what. No, I think we have another podcast to do. I yeah, we had to go. But uh, I'm sure that they put. Him in first class, knowing as a way that to he'd be Nick to, fu- next to, to, like to fuck Trump. with Eric Trump, yeah, yeah. to yeah. poke him, yeah, to fuck and with he it. didn't bite. Yeah. He was gracious, and he, this one was gracious. They said, they laughed, they had a good conversation. All right, okay. well, thank I you very much, everybody. Good night. Good night. Was it okay? <laughs> <laughs>